0: While saving and budgeting are important habits to teach children when they're young, financial experts say generosity and gratitude are also essential components of a financial literacy program. Understanding the importance of giving back can lead to positive affirmations for children, making them feel as though they can make a difference in the world and help others less fortunate. According to some studies, generosity towards others activates a part of our brain that's similar to feelings of pleasure, and can help us become more empathetic responsible and kinder as we grow older but how do we teach our children how to give back and help others and is there a certain age we should begin welcome to pocket full of dirhams i'm felicity glover the personal finance editor at the national joining me today is sonia punjabi a life coach and founder of the dubai-based well-being center illuminations But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favorite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, Sonia.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Felicity.
0: So tell me, there's a lot of people believe that financial literacy is all about saving and budgeting, but it's also about giving back to others. Is it beneficial for children to learn about charity as young as possible?
1: Absolutely, because most of the core beliefs that we inherit are from the ages of one to eight years old. And, you know, that is when the conscious mind is developing. So I do believe that it's very important from children to start at a young age. Uh, In Erickson's uh, stages of development, it is known that a child develops the attributes of willpower, self-control, and taking an initiative from the ages of zero to eight years old. Therefore, I think it's extremely beneficial for parents to instill healthy values surrounding money and giving back to society. But of course, you know, this is largely by ensuring that parents first become role models of generosity themselves, because children don't necessarily learn by what is taught to them directly, but what they see around them and the impressions from their environment, from their primary caretakers, from their Peer groups and you know the ability for them to inculcate values of giving back to society is very much um, like influenced by these factors, and I think it's important that once a child really understands um, the healthy relationship with money and what it means, um, you know, for them to understand that money or what money is all about, rather than seeing money as a compensation for love or a sense of entitlement. Children are perhaps given the sort of values that it's you know you're actually blessed like to be where you are, and it's not something that should be taken for granted. Rather,
0: absolutely. So it's it's a combination of two things: parents practicing what they're preaching, you know, um, showing their children that it's not just about you know learning this; it's also about doing it and watch me do it, and also, you know, showing them the types of things that they can do to help others.
1: Correct, correct. That's right.
0: So what's the best, I mean, you mentioned, you know, ages zero to eight, but what's the best age to introduce the importance of giving to children? Is there an optimal age for better understanding the concept, for example?
1: So once a child reaches the age of two to three years old, that's when a child understands duality, difference between good and bad, right and wrong. And I think it's from that very young age, it's important to sow the seed. As I mentioned earlier, that's when we store our core beliefs about love, our core beliefs about money as well. And like I said, it's influenced by the mother or the primary caretaker. So I think that would be probably the ripe age uh, to be able to start to take initiatives. Whereas, for example, a child is then um, like influenced by his environment to you know to take those steps. Like we know, a lot of new age schools, you know, have a lot of focus on not just emphasizing on developing a child's skills, but also their emotional intelligence. And this emotional um, intelligence will extend to empathy, uh, generosity, and realizing that a child needs to understand the importance of gratitude, right? Because living in a place like the UAE, for example, children, for example, take for granted um, all the toys in the world, having a roof over their head, parents who love them, but they need to also uh, become exposed to the idea that there are many children in the world who may not be privileged. And I think when a parent involves the child in these activities and when the child sees the parent taking those initiatives, it automatically sort of impresses the child to be able to do the same in the future. Absolutely.
0: So what can parents do to show their children, you know, how to get them actively involved in these sorts of things? You know, how can they pass down charitable habits? to their children.
1: So I think the first step would be instilling the values of gratitude, like I mentioned earlier. So, for example, when a child is having lunch or a meal, there tends to be a lot of wastage, especially like I know when I was growing up, you know, I would tend to waste a lot or, you know, and then my parents would tell me, you know, you're very lucky. There are many children in the world who don't get the meal that you do. And kind of showing your children maybe through a Netflix documentary or making them, you know, small initiatives like, for example, instilling the concept of like empathy, right? So not necessarily means by charity to another human being, but example, growing a plant or taking care of an animal, you know, things like that. So once a child develops the values of empathy automatically that value of empathy will extend in the future to another human being, you know, and another example would be number two, not wasting toys. For example, you know, a child always wants the newest toy in town and, you know, just to instill the concept of value. Right. So because here in Dubai, like we're often exposed to a lot of consumerism. And if a child sees a lot going on around him, like in a mall, or for example, even at home. So it's kind of instilling the concept of value. That's number two. And number three is a concept of saving. So if a child wants to receive a new toy, perhaps, you know, instill the idea of saving up. Like I know when I was a child, my parents used to give me a, piggy bank and every time I did a chore or I did something around the house or if I was helping out my mom I would get a little bit of money which I would save in the piggy bank and then I could save up that money in order to then buy what I wanted to buy. So these small initiatives I think can go a really long way in instilling the concept of gratitude, value and saving. So you know reducing the amount of wastage that we often tend to um, resort ourselves to.
0: Okay. How do, you know, charitable habits help our personal and financial well-being as we grow older?
1: I mean, there are many uh, takes on this. Obviously, in Islam, I know that from a lot of my Muslim friends, I'm exposed to the whole concept that during Ramadan or, you know, the idea is that people who are placed in privilege are placed in that way because the whole idea is so that they can help and contribute to helping their community and society at large. So I think the whole idea of you know being able to give back, it see, that completely, again, depends on your how you've been raised, what your values are, and what your priorities are. But I think everyone has an inherent need to do good in this world, right? And that good can manifest in each and one of his own way that feels right for them. So I know a lot of people who've probably been raised, for example, in a war zone, like maybe Lebanon or Syria or Palestine, who then feel very called to basically give back during Ramadan or just in general, um, like to these initiatives, which help children who are in a war, for example. And, or you might have a person who's been through abuse and might want to do that. Each and every one of us have a different calling as to where we want to contribute, how much we want to contribute. But the whole concept is that, you know, Uh, The more you have, the more privileged you are to be able to give back to your community at large. And I think from an energetic perspective or from a spiritual perspective or from a religious perspective, you know, they say the more you give, the more you get. Right. So we can look at that at any, you know, from any perspective. So I think there are many different ways of looking at it and neither of them is more right or wrong than the other. But I think it comes down to your personal cultures, values and your belief systems at the end of the day. I've
0: also read that there are studies that show that um, giving back can also trigger positive feelings of, for example, pleasure. And I'm just wondering what other benefits that you get in terms of your well-being, your
1: mindset by helping others. I think number one is you have an abundant mindset. The fact that you are in a mindset of having a privilege to be able to give, uh, you know, makes you feel extremely uh, limitless in, you know, Um, how you manifest more money in your life, for example, that's number one. Number two, I think as human beings, a lot of us are raised, for example, in an environment where where we haven't had the support or example, we're in school and we're only focused, like, I mean, even in the news, right? You watch so much of what's not going well in the world, right? But I think when we have an inherent need to do good, we automatically rewire our brain and our patterns our neural patterns to be able to focus on what we can do for the world rather than complaining or blaming. And I think when we directly see the positive gain from the impact that we've made through our generosity, through our contribution. And like I said, we all, we all have an inherent need to do good. I think we start to kind of rewire our framework into seeing things in a more positive light than seeing things like negatively. For example, we see so much negative news around us. But, you know, and like... For example, people will highlight in the news that, you know, 100,000 people passed away through COVID, uh, 200,000 people passed away. But rarely does the news ever talk about 100,000 people recovered from COVID today. And I think when you start to give back, you start to see life from a very positive perspective, and it reduces the feeling of depression, of guilt, etc. And finally, when you're exposed to an environment of people who have less than you, I think you automatically tend to become more grateful in your life and tend to become more content. Because very often, we also have a limiting habit of looking at people who have much more than us. And then we tend to feel uh, guilty. We tend to feel uh, not good enough. We tend to feel like our life is maybe not worthy in somewhere. We are not worthy in somewhere. And that leads to a lot of unhappiness. And we know that the people who are happiest in life are not the ones who have everything, but the ones who are grateful for whatever they have. And I think that's really important as an individual to be able to instill those values in ourselves.
0: Mm, Absolutely. I agree with that. So, what type of charitable activities can children do? And I'm guessing that it's going to vary based on their
1: age. Correct. And it also depends on where they are, right? For example, in their environment. Uh, like in places like in India or Pakistan, for example, there are a lot of people who are homeless. There are a lot of people on the streets, you know? So for example, even taking your child to an orphanage uh, and actually showing them, uh, you know, providing, you know, like allowing them to give back Ramadan meals or for example, or, you know, like meals in general or things like that, that, or example, helping the child pack a lunch, um, like for laborers or, you know, Rather than just providing money, taking a child to an initiative where, all right, you know, like we're going to pack a hundred lunch boxes and we're going to go out of town and we're going to distribute them to people who are, uh, you know, less privileged than us, or for example, participate with their parents in different like initiatives, maybe um, going through an orphanage or a special needs institute where a child is involved in becoming the observer and also participating in helping uh, the caretaker or the parent involve themselves in these initiatives.
0: Absolutely. And I think with, you know, younger children, it is more difficult, you know, if they're three or four, but you still want to, you know, sort of teach them, uh, you know, charitable habits. Do you think that there are other things that, you know, much younger children can do? I mean, you know, could they, for example, donate their toys to a charity or clothes or, um, you know, even help, I don't know, make cakes for a
1: bake sale to raise money for a cause. I think all those initiatives above are creative ways that parents can um, uh, create a sense of generosity and giving back. But all of these initiatives, for example, a bake sale or saving your clothes or, you know, helping out in the house, for example, or saving money to maybe donate to like an initiative, all of these things really, I think, come down to understanding value, okay? Uh, Number two, uh, gratitude, I think. And obviously, you know, making sure that in each of these ways, like saving your clothes, um, that there's less wastage that happens because a child, number one, you know, I think the foundation of that is that you are so blessed to be where you are. And because you're so blessed to be where you are, it's important, number one, to be grateful for that. And number two, to be able to really open up and contribute to giving back, uh, to making sure that other children have a taste to experience what you've experienced. Absolutely. And finally, what are your top
0: tips for parents to teach their children about giving to others?
1: I think uh, number one is to um, instill values of gratitude and contentment in your child from a young age, Uh, creating the mindset and the foundation for giving back so it could be uh, being grateful for what you have and being content. I think once that mindset or that foundation is built, then that would be my number one tip. Uh, Number two is become a role model as a parent. You know, when a child becomes the observer and, uh, you know... Uh, we'll start to see how you're getting involved in charity and giving back. I think that's probably the greatest impression that you can set for the child to then become influenced uh, to do the same in the future. And number three would be to encourage your child to participate in activities like you mentioned earlier, uh, saving their clothes to give away, um, you know, involving themselves in a charity or a bake sale like example, helping them pack Ramadan lunchboxes and handing out to like those who are less privileged. So all of these three aspects, number one, changes their mindset, sets the foundation. Number two, creates a positive impact by becoming uh, like influenced from their environment. And obviously number three, creating activities that would then set a habit or a pattern for them to then involve themselves in the future with
0: Thank you this week to Sonia Punjabi, a life coach and founder of the Dubai-based Wellbeing Centre Illuminations. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at, pf at the national.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your podcasting app to receive weekly updates and also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison and I've
1: been your host Felicity Glover.